We took a weekend off from touring And so we made our way back home We heard our house party was brewing It's Friday, so let's get drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, got a we are fashionably late As always By the way, I don't know what fashionably late is But we are it We are the definition of fashionably late I don't think we know fashion. We, we, we know two things. We don't know fashion and we don't know pop culture. But we do know beer. Welcome, everybody, to The Last Call Podcast. Do we, do we know beer or do we really know beer? We're going to act like we know beer. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. This is The Last Call Podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Thompson. Alongside me, as always, are my co-hosts, Nick Warner and Sean. What, are Skeptical. You, you're you're already. I, I'm just I, diving in. I just wanted to. See, it, it like it came off really strong in the smell, so I had to. Okay. Well, this is the podcast where Nick, Sean, and I do it every Friday. Sometimes for you live. Uh, sometimes on time. Sometimes not. But we try to do this podcast while drinking six beers in 60 minutes. Each beer does have to be at or above five percent alcohol by volume, and as. Per usual, we are going to start off the show with a... You are pouring that so delicately right now. Well, because I'm on the cusp of just spilling it everywhere. Look at the technique. We are going to start off with our brew review. And this week's beer is brought to you by yours truly. Um, I I have had a string of bad luck in picking beers. And I think I actually figured out why. I was going to my local grocery store to find good craft beer. Don't know why I thought that was the thing. I just thought, oh, if I can find a good craft beer for everybody at a local grocery store anybody could go get this beer rather than having to go find a specialty liquor store or whatever and find these specialty beers i was wrong there's nothing like i walk to the aisle that says craft beer and it's all just domestic stuff like the sign above the aisle says craft beer and it's just all domestic i was like you're at the wrong store i was at the wrong store so anyways i had to hustle down to the local liquor store and i ended up finding High Wire. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's the brewery. It's a fruit tart. Hugs on the beach. Have we had them before? Oh, that would be funny. Uh, not this particular, we, but no, the brewery. I know for we a have, fact we haven't had no, hugs the brewery, on the beach. Just, no, yeah, I'm not we saying We have had High Wire. Okay. We that's had a thought. beer. Pink Lemonade Session Sour Ale. We're very big on hitting our sours from... Wire I needed a win, man. I've had so I, many absolute bombs. I needed a win, so like this better pandering. be okay. I feel like you're pandering. Hell yeah, I'm pandering. I need something to go right for me, dude. I'm in a fucking cast. I've just had a terrible start to this year. I need something to start off right. So you think this is going to... Uh, no, giving you Sean, Sean's already sniffing around the can around. like it's bad and stuff. I have, I don't know. Uh, he's oh that. great! Uh, now he's laughing. That. So right. it, it's it's well, a fruit tart. Hugs on the beach. Five point five percent. So it meets criteria. Peach, cranberry, tangerine, vanilla, and lactose. So for the lactose intolerant people out there, don't drink this beer. Lactose. That's what it says. Like that's a flavor. Uh, sure. Okay. All right, Sean. Well, you've already dived. Dove right in, so Divin, Divin right in, Divin. So why don't you uh, give us your score? This is this is definitely pandering towards you. You're the sour guy. I can taste the tangerine, but 
It's not that tart. Yeah, great. It's not that tart. Son of a bitch. I'd give it a solid. It's very mellow. Very. I mean, it's very drinkable. I'll give you that. Like, it's not like Drink- anyone that probably doesn't like beer would probably say, "Oh yeah, this is good." Drinkability score, floaty score. Yeah. Tartness. Uh, how long score. does it take the head to go down so I can drink it? Score a little too long, in my opinion. It's very frothy. All right, so Sean, what's your uh, what's your expert score? <sighs> we'll do like a six point two. Yeah, boy, not the start I was hoping for. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. It's, it's like it. It's not bad, but it's just not like it's not gonna wow me. Like you, you now, this is kind of warm a little bit still because it came just warm. from. So is that is that a factor or is it not a factor? I think that is I, when you have a warmer beer. I feel like the flavor disappears. Cooler the beer. I don't know if that's scientifically accurate. I see. I feel Most it's the opposite way. Blue. I, I feel like it's the opposite way. I feel like if my beer is too cold, then all I taste is like cold, just cold liquid, not actual flavor. What does cold taste like? It tastes like is water wet. <laughs> is water wet? Is beer cold? Mm-hmm. All right. So, what's your score? Uh, I I think it's good. I think it needs a little bit more flavor. I'm gonna give it a six point seven. Yeah, I'm gonna bump it up. I'm gonna give it a six point eight. Oh, Ooh, thank you. Look at that. Don't patronize me. I don't need your pity points. <laughs> Retconning the scores here. All right, I'm I'm giving this. Who's your I don't mind beer? it. It's you it's can't. not sour. It's very it is drinkable. Sometimes sours are very tart, and you sip on a sour. You don't like drink it. This one is drinkable, like Sean said. So you can chug it if you had to. I'm gonna. I like it. I, I think it's a good flavor. I'm gonna give it like a six six. All right. That gives us an average score of 6.5. That's not terrible. 6.5. It's not, it's not terrible. It's not my worst beer. That's yeah, right. Sure that, that, that fucking tangerine weed ale you had was absolutely just awful. I'm pretty sure we still have some of those in the fridge, too. Uh, Never you, drink those. Man, that puts you... Uh, not bad. Where was it? 6.5? Oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's like 7th, 8th? Or like 7th or 8th on the list? Yeah, it's not terrible. You, you're making improvements. I'm so, proud of you. So high wire. So that le, the pink lemonade. Yeah, was the one that you brought from high wire, right? Yeah. Um. So that I thought that was really good. So high wire makes some good good beers. Again, this is not a bad beer. It's just not something that's like overly wow. I don't know yeah. that I'm going out to buy it again. Really, I'd yeah. buy this again I just to know. sip on. Maybe, I maybe I don't know. It, I don't know. It really depends. If there's other options, I might explore those first before going back. Did you uh, Did you find the uh, un What is it? Untapped or yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry, the untapped score was. Oh gosh, I had it. It was a seven point three two out of ten. Hmm. That's a pretty 7. good score. 2. Yeah, it's one of the more higher rated beers. I feel like on there. most of the beers we've had untapped is like almost all of them are over seven. Like yeah, there's, there's only there's, there's only two. That aren't. <laughs> Both of them are errands. Six point three zero Moosehead Lager. That one was very just a beer. That one was actually that, that, that's if that's the most beer beer I've ever had. The beer and uh, your Raging Eagle. That was also that, that was, that and, was and that came from Yingling and I like Yingling, but yeah. for whatever reason that one was also pretty bad. So. You gave that one a two point seven yourself. So it was pretty. It was pretty bad. I'm pretty sure we still have some of those in the fridge as well. So. 
All right, well. And that's where they will stay. So to kind of There's go always of, next week. The, I have well, a topic that relates to failure. So for some of these, uh, these sweet, beers. Take it away, Sean. Just pile it on there, buddy. So I don't know. Yeah, You guys don't really follow NBA basketball a whole bunch. I, I like to watch it. But the Milwaukee Bucks just lost the series to uh, the Miami Heat 4-1. And the Milwaukee was the higher-seeded team. It was a pretty big disappointment. And in the post-game interview... There was a reporter that asked Giannis, like, so how, how do you deal with this? Like, do you view this season as a failure? Like, wh- like, what is your outlook on, you know, being a high seed, losing to a low seed, four to one, and, like, now you're just done with your season? Like, when you had a really good season or, you know, contenders to actually win the championship. And he actually clapped back with, like, a really good, uh, like, well-thought-out response. You know, he, he talks to the reporter He's like, you asked me this last year and other stuff like that. He's like, if you go home and, you know, every year you have your job and you don't get a promotion, you don't make more money. Like, was that year a failure for you? Like, are you, was that whole year a waste? Like, is there nothing like you're still providing for your family? If you have one, you know, you have your comforts. Like, so I guess I was going to ask you guys, like, what's your mindset on like, when you think you failed at something, like, do you let it hit you like really hard do you just kind of let it brush off like what what do you view like a really big failure as <clears throat> you want to go for it first of all i, I don't off all of these all of the it's, there's always just next curious. week there's always the next brew review i guess i don't know but yes those do hurt every single week when i come <laughs> in and just deliver a piss poor performance yeah it gets to me I don't 100% agree with Giannis. I understand what he's saying, but I also don't 100% agree. Like, people view failure differently. He might not view their season as a failure, but other the fans might. The fans might have had high expectations. So, well, yeah, yeah, for them, a championship was success, and they didn't deliver a championship. So the fans might think you failed. Giannis personally might not think he failed because he's in the MVP race, and he had a really good season himself. I think it's all about perspective. So I don't think you can just say a blanket statement that, well, you know, why are you asking me if I failed? Yeah, you don't think so. But as the fans, I expected you guys to easily beat, like, what were, what were the Bucks? They were, I believe they were the first or second seed. I, I think. think they were a first seed. So they were the number one seed and they lost to the what seed? They were uh, eighth. eighth. Eighth? Yeah. That's a failure. You are the number one seed. You're expected to beat that. So as a fan, I'm sitting there saying, how did we lose to that team? You personally... Right, you go to work, you do your job, right? You bring home money, but if you were expecting a promotion based off of your performance, and your boss, in his perspective, said you did not do enough, so I'm not going to pay you, you might think you did a great job, but it's not really up to you whether or not it was a failure. That's that's my take on it. I mean, I I will try to own up to my failures. Mm. I sit here and I take your fucking jokes every single week about how bad my beer is. So it's, I get it and I'm trying to do better, but at the end of the day, it's not up to me whether or not I succeeded in my beer or not. It's, you know, did you guys like it? Yeah. I mean, when you win the championship, the only thing that's acceptable is to repeat. And that's what we're used to. And if you do anything less than that, you're viewed as a failure, which I don't think is fair. There's a lot of good teams, and I don't. If you just purely base it off of a ranking, you know those rankings are all subjective. Maybe they weren't the number one seed. Maybe they weren't the number one team. Yeah, no. There's a lot of stuff I think that goes into it. There's a lot of stuff. I mean, look how many number one seeds lose in the in March Madness. Like this was a pretty high Final Four ranking this year. That's happened twice. 
in yeah. history. Two in, 16 speeding one seeds. And it was like one was what, the year? past two one years. One was this past year. And then the other one was year two or three. That? Yeah, like two or three, two, years, three ago. years ago. So those I have mean, only happened recently. Yeah. And it, it's it's all subjective. I mean, it, like I said, when you're up here, the only thing that you could do is try to stay as good. And if you're worse than that, you're automatically viewed it as failure. And I don't think it's fair. And, and I don't I, think it's fair. Well, it's... It, it could be, you can meet personal goals, right? Let's say you have a weight loss goal and it's like, I want to lose 10 pounds and you lose eight. Yeah. You can feel really good about the eight and yeah. what you did with the eight, but did I meet my goal? No, I failed that goal. If so, you can set personal things, but again, if you don't achieve what you set out to do and every year a team should set out to win a championship. Well, that, that's that's kind of like the caveat though. It's like, everyone's like, well, yeah, I want to win everything. Like, there's no, I, well, maybe there are actually, there's a few teams that actually actively tank, but like their goal is like, you know, they want to make it as far as they can. And obviously the end goal is always a championship, but like, should you chalk a non championship year up to failure every time? Cause like sometimes you are, your team is young, you're building pieces, relationships across how everyone's playing. Um, I mean, and then you, you have other teams that like are, you know, you had the, the Warriors who posted the best regular season record and then lose in the championship game to the Cavaliers and it's like what was all that effort for that you literally posted the best regular season record and then you lose it all like it like that doesn't matter anymore like who gives a shit that you were 73 and 9 like I don't I don't care like you didn't win the championship and what the Bruins just posted the best uh, NHL hockey record of all time Mm -hmm. uh, this year and if they lose in the Stanley Cup like it doesn't really mean who gives a shit then it's the same thing with um in Moneyball uh Brad Pitt's character says the exact same thing. If they break the single, like the win streak record, so what? Yeah. If we don't make it to the playoffs, if we don't win the World Series, they nobody was going to care. So it, it, there are instances, I believe, where a team could not win the championship but make the playoffs. Right? It's like the Kings. How bad have the the Sacramento Kings been for years and years and years? Pretty bad. But now they're actually a competitive team in the playoffs. They made the playoffs. So I would say for a team like that, that's a successful season, even if they don't win the championship. Absolutely. So it it really is dependent on the expectations that are set upon you by others, especially in sports, to determine whether or not you're a failure or not. Yeah. I I, I think how they respond to this and what they do next year is going to mean more than anything, right? Yeah, like what, I, I, like, what they do after this and how they respond. Well, I think too, like we also we're in a situation where like people have such that knee jerk reaction of like, oh, you guys couldn't pull it out, and then like <laughs> then then players leave, and then you, like the team will implode, and it's like, oh, what, what was all this time and you know money spent for? And it was just it was an interesting it was an interesting viewpoint from him. Like obviously he is a fantastic basketball player. The team was really good. Like they're all paid really well, and like at the end of the day, like. I would say that I I would like I would love to be competitive, but if I'm in that position where you know I'm in the MVP race, I'm a, a professional basketball player on, in the NBA. I get paid an absolute ridiculous sum of money. I honestly probably wouldn't care too much. Like yeah, I, like <clears throat> oh how much do I still make this year? Seventy five million. All right, yeah, I kind of don't care. Did you guys ever watch the Netflix series Full Swing about the PGA golfers? I did not. <clears throat> I thought it was actually kind of interesting. It gave you a little bit of insight. It, it got a little. Give us a, give us a, a brief synopsis. 
it, it just follows a couple different players it, like Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas. It follows them like Justin's trying to win another major, right? So and he did win one last year. So it follows him as he's going for the his third or fourth major. Maybe it was his third major win. Um, so it follows him and Jordan and their friendship, but then it follows some rookies and it's like, uh, being, being on the PGA tour is really hard. It's just, it's completely different from anything else I've played. And then it talks a little bit about live and, you know, that feud. So, but it gives you like, connects you more with players directly outside of an interview. It takes you under their day, how they live, things that they do, how they prepare for tournaments, stuff like that. I feel like this is, I don't know if drive to survive is really like, it's who started kind of this? Thing, right? it's but it's a, it, to me, I I feel like everybody's trying to to do the same thing that Drive to Survive did. They are. I assume they are. The, they were the first to do this whole thing, but they did such a good job of those series. Like when they re- started releasing them, like three, four, five years ago, whatever. It anybody that even if you weren't into racing, it got you into it. It gave you more insight and like more background, like you're saying. It let you see more than just the interview. It saw how you, how these people lived, how they reacted to the races. You saw more than you ever have, and it gave you more of a connection to this person. It isn't that, you know not just a person that's swinging a club. It's not just a person that's driving a car. Like they're actually human. I but have. It's 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 given so much um, um, like attention that F one is like more popular than it ever has been, and now I feel like IndyCar is doing it. I think they're doing like a. 100 days to the Indy 500 full swing sounds like a very similar idea mm-hmm. to it. Yeah, I it's essentially that same concept and yeah. I I have heard that from a few people that said I'd never thought about being a Formula 1 fan but I watched Driver to Survive and now all of a sudden I'm, you know, a big yeah. F1 yeah. fan. Um but the reason I bring that up is because there is a golfer Joel Damon. I think it's Joel. Anyways. He, he's Matt Damon. It. It's not. It is not Matt Damon. It is Matt Damon. (laughs) He made a comment that he knows that the guys who are top ten in the world Mm -hmm. are better than him, and he is very real about his level of capability. And one of his quotes in the documentary is, "I mean, somebody's got to be the seventieth best golfer in the world. (laughs) Why not me?" (laughs) And I was just like. That's just a completely different mindset than you hear from athletes. Most athletes, it's, I want to be the best who ever yeah. played. So Sean was talking about, like, well, I don't really care that much because I'm getting paid. Some of those guys do. You don't think that Jordan cared. You don't think LeBron cares. You don't, you know, like some of those guys do I mean, care. No, there, there is the competitive spirit's always there. But at the end of the day, like, there are definitely people that, like, they will, you know, Daniel Tosh puts it really well in one of the jokes he's talking about being, like, a professional football player. Like, oh, I'm a bench player. I'm sitting on the bench for five million a year. Yeah, I'll do that. Oh, I got a little too old. Now I'm a practice player. Oh, I only make six hundred thousand dollars a year. Oh, I'll do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's like, like at some point, like I, I feel like you do lose that. Like you just stop caring, and you're like, you know what, man? Like at this point, like I've already, I'm in the top zero point zero one percent of athletes in this particular realm. Like it's, you know, I, I kind of just give up on like I don't really, really need to be the absolute best because like. Is you're, you're not always going to be the best. You're going to get replaced. And so it. Yeah. And I mean, everybody's going to get to that point. I just thought it was an interesting perspective that you I, don't hear from any athletes. I do think like, okay, let's, let's picture this. You do say, man, I'm 70, 70th best player in the world. That's glass half full. 
What if you just, that takes so much pressure off yourself. Now you're just like, you know what? This is kind of crazy. I'm enjoying my time. I'm the 70th best golfer in the world. And then all of a sudden you're playing better because you take all of that pressure off of you. Don't don't put so much pressure on you to be number one. Like just be the best golfer that you can be, right? The, the, and then you, your talent will rise you to where you end up at. That the Damon said something like he was playing in a tournament and he blew up on a few holes, and he was like, "There's no way I'm making the cut." So at lunch, he had a few drinks and he was like, <laughs> "Got got got liquored up." Yeah, got a little liquored up before his round to go out there and then he ended up shooting a 60 whatever and making the cut <laughs> like and what did we learn it, beer makes you better at golf yeah, well, it's weird <laughs> i have the, the direct opposite of the effect on me so, there, there's a sweet spot in there man a, a couple beers or uh, sorry no beers i play bad i'm always like self-conscious of like how my swing looks are, are there people watching me if i hit my ball into somebody else's fairway now i'm golfing right next to the person on the same i'm this always opposite a fairway away. if I, will, I have a couple beers i'm like i don't care hit it and it it works. I will say some of the best shots I've ever had in golf were my ball was in like an oncoming fairway and yeah. I'm holding up the group coming towards me and yeah. I just roll up and just hit it as quickly as possible. Yeah. And it's like it goes over did a tree. You, did you pull it like you're in the cart, like you're riding the horse. <laughs> goes over the tree, lands on the down slope and rolls to the hole. You know, it's just sometimes when you don't care, the best things happen. Absolutely. However, there is that sweet spot, and then you have a few more beers, yeah, and it turns bad. It's a nice normal curve. It's right? a it's a even distribution, yeah, or a normal distribution. Bell curve. There. Yeah. yeah, nice bell curve. Yeah, I I typically end up on the downslope pretty. Uh, it doesn't matter how gotta, many beers I consume pre or post golf. It I, the, it results the same. I'm shooting over a hundred, and I hate it. I get, okay. get really upset. We'll get you there. We'll get you maybe. But think about this. I'll, I'll give you some lessons since I can't play right now. You are in the top three point five million golfers yeah. in the world. I don't even think I'm that high. I'm probably in the top like tens that, of millions. That might have been a, that might. I, well, you know, what? I'm trying to pump you up and make you. I'm a realistic. I, I did have this conversation with one of our other friends um, the other few weeks ago, months ago, whatever it was. It was like. If I'm a scratch golfer, how many people in the world are scratch golfers? Which means that I can go virtually on any course and play yeah. roughly par. That's yeah. that's what scratch is considered. And I looked it up, and it was something like it was less than one percent, one percent, or something like that. Yeah. But the question that we had is, out of how many? Like, if you've never touched a golf club and you've never played a round of golf are you still considered in the total population of potential golfers? So am I still 1% of 8 billion people? I think we talked about or this. Or am I one... Yeah. I, we might have already talked about I this. Or am I 1% of any of anybody who's played golf, but not those who haven't? I'd like to think I'm 1% of 8 billion, because that sounds a lot better than, well, yeah. hey, than the 3 what? million that the you just said. Math checks out. Whatever you want them math to be. checks out. I'm not... I, I can't fact check you. I can't. So whatever you want to say, I, whatever makes you feel better, go for it. Well, you know, like 56% of statistics are made up, right? Right. <laughs> I read that somewhere. Right. 100% of 60% of the time, it works. 
So speaking of percentages and statistics, there's something that's been going on. I know we are live on Twitch right now, but I follow us at the Last Call Podcast. T H E E. Nice plug. Yeah. Nice. Um, However, (laughs) there have been talks about the revenue sharing that Twitch is giving with their creators, and it's some of these big creators uh, who are mainly on Twitch are considering leaving Mm -hmm. to new platforms. Uh, Ninja just got hooked up as the CIO chief uh, innovation officer with E cubed or something like that. Um, There's somebody else. He's a big gambling guy. He did a lot of gambling on Twitch before they banned it. He is now something with kick, which is a new uh, streaming platform. So there are all of these streamers who are starting to get hooked up in like actual management type positions with these streaming platforms and I'm curious where that's going to go, if at all, because right now Twitch is king. But what's gonna what's gonna happen? Because a lot of people are saying Kicks revenue sharing is a lot better, and all these guys that were gambling and doing different things that Twitch doesn't like, Kick it's like the Wild West. There's no rules; they can do virtually whatever they want, and that's also the problem. So I'm well, curious where that goes. I, I mean, like also I, some of this might just be. So I always take these types of things with like a large grain of salt like ninja it was a you know he was a professional mlg halo player back in the day and then obviously he got his big Fortnite kick when he was on twitch but like the guy's probably not qualified for a, a c-level executive job um you know as, as, how much damage can you do as chief innovation officer well, it's, well, it's, 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 it's all how the how the bylaws are written yeah in, it's in like that's my thing is, like, is this more of just a publicity stunt for yeah. said company where it's like oh yeah well we have ninja as our chief cio or you know same thing with like elon musk taking over twitter it's like how much damage could you actually it's, do like well it's, he's on a lot but yeah it's it's just one yeah. of those things where it's, See, I think it's more just to drum up I, like the the product itself, like oh we have a name tied to it, like that's all they're using it for is marketing. I don't think like he's really going to have a big impact on anything there. Like it's mainly just like oh yeah, people know Ninja, like he was huge, and like the kids know him because he was you know Fortnite guy, blue hair, cool. Like that's, that's kind of what it is. Yeah, it's. I, I'm wondering if they're going to do anything innovative or in something that's going to knock you know Twitch off, or there's going to be multiple platforms, but. Again, there's been a lot of concerns that these platforms are like the Wild West, that there are no terms of streaming, and there are some very questionable things going on. Yeah, pour that. Uh, you, okay, new scoring, Audible, like the, yeah, the Audible, Audible pour. pour. Audible yeah. pour. Yeah. Well, um, but, but it is the Wild West, and there are some very questionable things that aren't being looked at on these platforms because they are literally just trying to get everybody to come oh, yeah, to their site. And they're going to have to rein it in because I don't know how some of the stuff that I've heard that's gotten streamed on that site, how that continues and they monetize because they're going to have to get advertisers just like Twitch does. And if you if you're streaming questionable stuff, yeah, you're at a not certain get advertised. Every, nobody's going to want to yeah. be a part of that. Even yeah. Twitch before, which I, I believe it was actually called like Justin.tv before it was Twitch. Yeah, it, like there was some questionable shit that was on there as well, and like, but people kept going to it. Was like, oh yeah, this is like one of the best sites to you know stream on, blah blah. blah. And then like kept growing, kept growing, became Twitch, and then like, <laughs> it's once something hits like the mainstream, like that's when stuff starts getting put in place. Where like. Oh, you can't do this. You can't do that because now they're under scrutiny by a lot of different 
bodies, you know, whether it's regulated bodies or whatnot, like that's when they start kind of hosing in on it. When you're small, no one gives a shit. They're like, nah, it's fine. Like if they want to stream that, I don't really care. It's not that big of an issue. Yeah. I, it'll be interesting to see what happens, but again, like I'm on Twitch. There are a few guys that I watch and one of the biggest ones, his name's XQC and he gets juicer. He gets 50 plus thousand people watching him. So if Twitch is sitting there going at this moment, yeah, 53.6 thousand. Yeah. Yeah. So he's got virtual an MLB stadium, just like watching him do whatever he's doing. And if he were to leave and take 50,000 people away now granted there's there's but they did this before uh like uh, was it with mixer was it ninja specifically did it with mixer before yep. and mixer failed and, and mixer failed and so and it's it's somebody that you're trying to disrupt the 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 streaming platforms you're trying to break in a new product but i don't know it's and that's the question is, I, I feel like ninja's doing it for they probably gave up pretty handsome paycheck to say hey come over here no, and, he, and, and he it, made tens of millions of dollars with that mixer contract it, it works out right, but so he, well for him because if it fails i'm sure he's like okay well, i get I paid got my money he, he just and went back yeah, he went back worse comes worse i just go back to twitch yeah so it's a it's a no-brainer for him and that's i'm, I'm gonna equate this back to golf a little bit so like i don't know why the pga went after live golf as hard as they did because it's kind of like this, right? Twitch isn't going after these streamers saying, hey, if you go over there, you're, you're going to be banned from our site because that makes it seem like they're threatened. The PGA could have you said, yeah, sure, go play on that tour. And when that fails, come back to the big dog, right? Like that's, I feel like the attitude that Twitch is kind of having with this stuff. It's like, I'm going to call your bluff. You go yeah. over there, they're going to fail. You're not going to be able to make money. You'll be right back with us. I don't know why similar thing with PGA. They didn't just say, Go for it, guys. Well, it's because it's it's a like it's the they get scared. The PGA has been around for a long time. It's considered kind of the established established thing. It's it's where everyone wants to play, and for the most part, I don't know how many other random pro golf scenes there were. I don't think there was many at all. So it's like one of those things where like everyone's like, oh yeah, I know the PGA. It's so like the PGA could kind of just do whatever it wanted. And I think what really attracted uh, people to play with Liv was that like they were throwing fat contracts out, and I was like, stupid. And not even that. Did you hear about like Ronaldo's deal? Messi is being considered for soccer, yeah, to go play uh, in Saudi Arabia. Ronaldo took it. <clears throat> Messi is considering it. Like they are just like I don't. Nobody knows how much money the Saudis have. No, it, it's it's an insane amount. It's like, not. It's it's. I there's so much money that we don't know about. I bet like it, it's like weird levels of money. Like they can't just be doing this and not go bankrupt. The millions and millions and millions, hundreds of millions into the billions. I mean, they have to have stupid levels of money. Yeah, that people don't know about. I mean, it's it's crazy because are you looking up the Ronaldo deal? No, no, no. I'm just oh, I'm sorry. You you look like you're really in depth searching for something. But the Ronaldo deal, I was I, looking. <laughs> he was he was a couple hundred million dollars. Messi's going to be something like that, and he just won the World Cup, so I think he's even more valuable than Ronaldo. And yeah. I think he's younger. I think Messi's younger. How many younger years than does he have left? <laughs> I think Ronaldo's like just, really just depends. I, I mean, it's the same thing with uh, with uh, um, Jacks or uh, um, Jack uh, Jack Mickelson. 
That's why. That's why Phil uh, Mickelson. Yeah, Hank Mickelson. What am I doing? Phil Mickelson. Yeah, like, like there's a little bit many... of age discriminate. Like, 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 like Messi and uh, Ronaldo. They're you know late thirties, but whereas like you know Phil's well, you, golf. You could play. You could play for a long, long time. If you can Soccer, compete to play competitively, I think your your stint is a lot shorter. It is. Unless you can compete, which Ronaldo and Messi are still doing. Messi just... I can't believe I messed up that name. Sorry. <laughs> you, got oh, I thought, I thought... you got LeBron still in the NBA playing like he's 10. You know, yeah. he's, he's... I, I, I thought you said Shaq for a second. I was like, Shaq could... I, I didn't... Anyways, that's not what but, you said. Yeah, I don't... Like, how many years does he have left, Phil? Mm-hmm. I don't know. He's going out shooting 10. It irritated me to know, and like, I lost a lot of respect for Phil. Um, because he goes to live, shoots ten over every weekend. Yeah. Doesn't even compete. Collecting that, and then all, and then he goes to the Masters and he's top five. Yep. It just irritated me. It's like clearly you Why don't care. Stress? Why would he stress about? Hey, he's it's got just sand practice. in his eyes. It's just yeah. practice yeah. rounds. It's the sand that's blowing in his. Yeah, eyes. I guess he'll wipe his tears with his. Yeah, you know, hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with his two hundred million oh, that he oh, got. Oh no! Oopsie. Speaking. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, from. Zombies, what's the fuck? Oh my god, I'm so bad today. Um, what's the zombie movie with uh, Zombieland? Oh. Yeah, Zombieland. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah. he's wiping. Man, that was that was bad. I'm sorry. Let's when just they, move when they on kill Bill that. Murray. Moving on. Moving you on. did you did mention or I mentioned Shaq. I thought you said Shaq. Are you disappointed? So you guys know the Indy 500. Every yeah. year in the middle of the Indy Somewhat 500. Familiar somewhat familiar yeah every year when's when's the last time you missed an indy 500 Warner? uh 20 covid didn't count they signed a bill and everything <laughs> yeah, they get saying counts. if you they... had a streak it continues yeah, hold on hold on hold on, hold on, on. who's who signed this bill i need to know more about this uh doug bowles the president of in, the indianapolis motor speedway signed a bill in 2020 saying if because of the pandemic and everything that if you had a streak it would be continued because there's many people that have never missed a race in years and years and years like decades okay in decades but the indy 500 is how old uh first one was in 1909 because it was just 100 years okay well some people years old i wonder if there's anybody that actually because you know there's There's, the never missed a super bowl club but there's only been 50 what three four of those or whatever so that's easier to have done no i don't think there's anybody that's never missed an indy 500 no no not not, just considering like not not with no okay no no way no shot so your streak is Okay, I the I missed one in 2017 due to a wedding, and I will never do that again. I've already told anybody that has a wedding, and if it happens on this weekend, I'm sorry, I'm not your going. happiness. Don't give a shit there, about it. There was one person, <laughs> I, one my- person I made the exception for, and that's it. But other than that, in the pandemic, it's been since it's been 10, 11 years. Well, in the 10 or 11 years that you've had your streak. Sorry, long answer. The, no, that's fine. I asked the question. The Indy 500 decided they wanted to draw in a crowd that's just there to party. Because it is a wild scene. Yeah. In the infield, it is the biggest tailgate, in my opinion, I don't know this is a fact, that I've ever seen. Yeah. Because there's, if it's how many people in this grandstands. Over in the grandstands is like 250 is what it holds 250,000 people in the stands yeah, I think the highest 
capacity. Like the the most recorded one was like something like three hundred thirty thousand people were there. Yeah. So two hundred fifty in the stands. It's almost half a million people. There's honestly. there's like no way to count how many people are there. So it's let's just say it's another hundred thousand, two hundred thousand people in the infield. Well, they decided to open up an EDM concert in the infield, which they call the Snake Pit. And guess who's headlining the Snake Pit this year? Old Shaq Diesel. Shaquille O'Neal. DJ Diesel. I am a little disappointed. You've seen. I've seen him. He's and good. He's good. It was great. Like, how good? He he fits the bill for a good EDM. For anyone that goes to EDM concerts, he fits the bill. Can you call him by his DJ name, please? DJ Diesel. Oh, is that what it is? Shaq Diesel, yeah. <laughs> oh, that was exciting. I thought it was going to be something wild. No, Shaq no. Diesel, yeah. So last year, they had five artists who all could headline their own festival. They had it's like Steve Aoki and Steve Aoki. I don't Skrillex. think was here last year. I don't, I don't but know. It was, I'm just listening to the names that I remember. Like, yeah, they've had Skrillex. Steve Aoki. They've had Skrillex. Uh, last year was Yellow Claw, Martin Garrix. Um, oh boy, I've been drinking. I can't remember the rest of them. Yeah, I mean, it, but they do a lot of. Uh, Martin Garrix was the only one that I actually saw. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good names, but it, it's just like now the headliner is. Shaq, and then the other four or three artists they have because they they perform well, no, for starting in the Shaq's morning. Shaq's not the headliner. Who's the headliner? Um, well, so this is another question I had. So I say their name's Cascada, but some people say Cascade. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to pronounce it. I I've heard of. I'm not even going to say the name because I don't know what the proper way to pronounce it is. But they're, they're, I, I, they're the headliner. Okay, so Shaq is just going to be. He, there. He's it's him, Subtronics, John Summit, and uh, a few, I can't remember the other person is, but yeah. Is it, but at this point, is Shaq, because I, I didn't even remember that, I'm going to say Cascade, was the headliner. So is Shaq a bigger name than Cascade at this point? I don't he think so. Bigger. I mean, yeah, he phys- physically, yeah, you're going to, it's going to be, you're going to be hard pressed to find someone bigger than him. But I don't know. Like, I saw him last year at a, a concert, and I mean, it was good. Like, he, I mean, he did well. What, does he make the music? I have no fucking idea. Probably not. Probably not. But he does a great job. He's, he's up there, you know. I saw a video. I saw a video of him uh, just in his house. Yes, I was just about to reference this. Like scratching, like doing it himself, and it, it was fine. You know, it was it wasn't anything crazy, but it was just like an old school like scratching over a record uh, type is, of mix. Is this the one where he's like in his kitchen, and everybody's like, it's like him, his like son. Yeah, and then like yeah, his yeah. friends, and then they're on the like kitchen table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I know he's one can, of my favorite videos. So he can do some like some mixing, but a full set. I don't know if he does that himself. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was it was great. Like he was the I believe he was the headline act for Foam Wonderland last year. That was here in Indy. Yeah, did your uh, shoes and uh, swimsuits ever recover from that one? Yeah, they're fine. It's, it's like it's like it's like getting a nice it's, clean. He says something different. He, he I will had a great never. Time. I will. I don't know that I. He'll do it again. I, I think He's I'm lying. too old for him now. Nope. He, he enjoyed it. I don't know that I'll ever go to a foam concert, a foam party, foam party, whatever. He I mean, it, it, it is, who, who it's, didn't didn't one of you make a trade in the foam? This guy did. What did you trade? I, I traded up. I traded some sunglasses for some ski goggles. <laughs> Honestly, really smart. Yeah. Dude, I can't. I went from partial eye protection to full on eye protection. No. And ski goggles aren't like cheap. You can get cheap ones, but they're yeah. still not like that no. cheap. Yeah. 
No, it was it was a good trade for him. I, th- I think, man, it's it's a good idea, and I'm like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. There's gonna be soap. I'm gonna get so, clean. I will say whatever, the- but dude, a mix of sweat because it okay. was uh, hot. Well, so no, it I'm, was I wanna, so hot. I want to caveat this was the year that he went with me. There was some inclement was weather. Wave. So they had to have it inside. It was supposed to be outside. It was supposed to be outside, outside, so they moved it inside. So yes, the it was oh it was my God, fucking man. hot as shit inside. It's so like I will agree, different experience, but this last time I went, it was outside. Totally different. I was like, oh, this is pleasant. Like now like it's it's very Dude, warm outside. It was it's hot, like so humid. Yeah. It was like you could put your hand up and grab water out of the air, man. Yeah. It was and then the worst part is I couldn't even go get a delicious beverage to like, you know, cool myself off because it was ten miles that way, and I had to fight through a bunch of sweaty well, people we, to get we, there. We did the thing where like we had a couple of we got a couple of beers. We're like, all right, we're just gonna front load the drinking and like get all the shit now, and then we Not kept enough. pushing our way closer and closer and closer. We got like one row off the fucking stage and I think Slushy was a headliner that year and we were like yeah we were right there so like yeah we couldn't go back because if we moved back we just gave up on like was, that primo spot like it was there was somebody else big that I really wanted to see that I saw uh, Dylan uh, Francis Dylan Francis Dylan yeah, yeah, Francis yeah. dude yeah. I, yeah that guy's awesome you big just fan. you like him because he's friends with David Dobrik that's that's where you Got uh, there's a little bias there, but just 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 a touch. I think he's a funny guy. <laughs> I think his Instagram is funny, like his videos and. Oh, I have no like, idea. I just know that that's where I learned about him through you was because of the David Dobrik it's, videos. It's so funny because he plays on that like, oh, nobody knows me other than he who like goes somewhere and people are like Dylan for who I don't I don't know who you are and he goes oh you know like that get get low with the whistle yeah and they're like. Uh, that's like his one headliner song. That's his one, yeah, big song. But he's still good. Like he's he's really. No, good. it was a good concert. Yeah, solid. Had a great time. Did you lost a pair of shoes that day? Here, here. Okay, this wasn't something I was thinking about talking about, but now that we're on concerts, did you? Did you? <laughs> I just sorry. I just remembered there was a guy that lost his wallet. Oh, that was. But he was. But, so no, <laughs> he, he, he looked like he just got done golfing. He was wearing like tan shorts, khaki shorts. With a polo tucked in, belt, the whole deal. I think he had on socks and sandals. Yes, he did. Which is a bold. We were standing in water about that deep. How how deep is that deep? For those listening on the podcast. Yeah, an inch, inch and a half deep. Just just a soup of of soap, sweat, bodily fluid. Nasty. This guy's like walking around with his phone and he's got it on. He goes, Have you seen my wallet? I'm like, bro, no shot. <laughs> he's like, Have you seen it? Have you seen it? I was like, it's over there. It's over yeah. there. Dude, it's gone. Have well, a good time. He's doing you're not this. finding that. Yeah, it's like it's he's gone. He's trying to search for it. And then, like, me and Warren turn around. There's just a girl in a bikini on some dude's shoulder. So it's ass in our face. I was like, This is the wild right now. Like, this is just the weirdest <laughs> you situation. A, you got a man searching for his wallet. You've got this going on. I'm yeah. like, There's music playing. I just traded what for some ski on? goggles. Like, hey, it was just a great time. <laughs> it is interesting. Anywho, <laughs> on to the next thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I wouldn't recommend going. <laughs> no, 100% recommend going. You're always going to see something interesting. And the music's good. So. The people watching is 
extremely entertaining. <laughs> so I was going to segue the concert experience into, did you guys see what happened at the Morgan Wallen concert? Nope. No. So Morgan Wallen was going to perform in Oxford, Mississippi. And Damn, I believe it was Oxford, o- Ohio. Fox. No, I believe it was yeah. Oxford, Mississippi. And he had like two, I believe two or three <clears throat> opening acts before his show. They all played, and then when he's supposed to go on, a big sign, you know, like if you go to a baseball game or something and there's inclement weather, they put a big message up on the Jumbotron. They put a big message on the Jumbotron saying that Morgan Wallen had lost his voice and that he was not going to be able to perform. And you guys remember when he came to Indy, how expensive those tickets were for like general admission. They were like 400 bucks for like the nosebleeds. So he didn't perform and he caught a lot of heat for that. However, there is a video of that somebody took talking to a security guard, an alleged security guard. I can't confirm it was a security guard, but the rumor has it that he was partying extremely hard the night before. Oh. And that day. He just had a hangover. He couldn't walk. Like he he was like he was drunk that day because I think he partied all like the night before and then all day and like he was just stumbling around allegedly he had to go get his stomach pumped oh geez so he but they said that he had lost his voice and so he's catching a any is there a confirmation any of it has there been new developments I have not seen any new developments I have only seen the message that Morgan Wallen lost his voice, was not able to perform a security guard saying that he was taken away in an ambulance and had to go get his stomach pumped. That's nice. That is the only thing that I've seen. I don't have any other confirmation or any message from Morgan Wallen or anything like that. You haven't texted him? I haven't. I haven't talked to him Did recently. You haven't, you, you haven't interview. reached out? I haven't. I'm sorry. What? So... This I don't let know, me let me text them right now. I don't know if this is like a country music thing because um, I've only been to one country music concert and I was forced to go against my will. Um, but so Luke Combs was here in town a couple of weeks ago. I had a coworker that went, and the concert was like six fucking hours. Like he got there at like five p.m. and didn't leave until like midnight. He played that no, long? No, he had like four to five different he- like people that were, you know, in front of it. I was like, who has that many people before you would actually play? like? If I'm going to a concert, like I have, you can have one other band play, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's fine, but like, make it like twenty to thirty minutes, and like, actually, I want to, I want to see the the person I'm here to see. I don't want to, I don't want a lot of fluff. I don't need all that extra shit. Like, it's just a waste of time, in my opinion. I. How many country concerts? I've gone to a handful, and it's always been like two, maybe two. Like one local band that got hooked up, you know, it's like, hey, you're local. Do you want to play? And yeah, so it's like, like, it's like people one. just getting there, warming up, whatever. One that's an up and coming person that you might have heard on the radio once or twice, and then the the headliner, whoever's playing. Yeah, that seems normal. The whatever Luke Holmes did. No idea. That yeah. seems that seems a bit ridiculous to me. It was like I was I had gotten I, I led I'd left the gym and then I was going to I went to the store and I was driving back to my apartment, which is really at the time was really close to Lucas Oil, and I was already running into traffic and it was like three almost four o'clock and I was like, 
I don't think that concert starts until like later. And then, no, apparently it started at like five o'clock and then it went till almost Which, midnight. if you promote it, but if punctual you fans, fuck man, like, I just, I couldn't better imagine. Than us. But if you promote it that way, fine. You know, like I just, I, I don't know. But if I, if I showed up thinking that, oh, this is just an early concert. And then I sit there for six hours until the, I'm getting a little bit irritated at that point. Well, that's the thing. It's like I've, I've started going to a few concerts of smaller artists that I like that like they're doing like shows not in indie but around, and so like it's it's usually in a small venue where there's maybe a couple hundred people and you have to stand. So it's like it needs to be very succinct. I'm not standing there for like three hours. Like you you have one band before you and then you play and then like that's it. Like I don't I don't want to stay there forever. Have you guys? So looking back on it. You and I went to a concert when I was living up in Michigan. We went to the Old Dominion concert. Yeah, solid. Kane Brown was the opener for Old Dominion. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's weird. Uh, And I was like, I'm pretty sure he's bigger than them at this point. So it's funny that some of the people you'll see as openers. However, when we went to the Post Malone concert, uh, I don't remember. Did you go to that? It was a DJ. It was a DJ. It was his buddy Zach that came out and played his like literally his Spotify account off his iPhone. Hey, wasn't that bad? It, I, I could have done that. I, I'll take that over anything else. Like you know, I, like I didn't once again. I didn't really care. Like that's why I hate like concerts with that format. It's like I want to see that one specific band or individual that I came to see. I don't give a fuck about anybody else. Like. Every time I've had a multi-act concert, it's always disappointing. I had I went to a, a Little Wayne Fallout Boy concert, and odd mix. Little Wayne, he did he wouldn't even sing a full fucking song. He was doing like a couple of he'd do like thirty to forty seconds of each one of his hit songs, spend another two minutes smoking a fat blunt, and then be like, ah, and I was like, what the fuck is the point of this? Like, there's just no reason for it. Yeah, I when I was in high school. Waka Flocka came to my hometown in Southwest Missouri. Why? I don't know, but he did. And from my friends who went to the concert, I didn't go to this concert. They said Waka walked out on stage, looked in the crowd, said, damn, there are a lot of white people here. Performed four songs and left. (laughs) So So props him for just saying, no, it's not my crowd. (laughs) I guess he was at the mall the next day signing autographs. But again, it was just like, what a weird thing to have happen. And this was like pretty peak Waka. I did get to see J. Cole, though. J. Cole, like early J. Cole. Oh, that's good. Came like that was in like I was front row in like because they just performed for a bunch of college kids, essentially. But anyways, it's it's funny who you see in concert that you don't think anything of that might end up being big. Like I said, when I saw it. Saw Kane Brown I was like, oh, this dude's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And then he now he's bigger than the band that he was opening for. Yeah, yeah. it's bizarre. I still don't understand how Zach got that gig DJing for Post Malone before his because he was just he was literally playing Spotify. I was fine with stuff. that. It was okay. I I will say that I I was disappointed in my tickets. I got last minute tickets. They were pretty cheap, but I was behind. I couldn't see any of his stage because we were behind the stage. We could see him, but we couldn't see any of the visuals of the stage because we were literally behind the screen. Are you really? Oh, shit. I didn't see any of that. And then there was so much who smoke. Who made those seats? Like, who? Those are always the cheap seats. Have you seen yeah. those videos on, like, Instagram, YouTube, whatever, where it's, like, 
somebody zooms in and it's like at the na- the national championship um men's national championship basketball game i think it's a giant wall and there are seats behind this giant wall and somebody zooms in it's like you literally can't see anything if you were to try to look to your left it's a wall there, I, there's yeah. there's nothing you can see and and they're selling those tickets i can't stand when they do the uh the march madness like the the final four in a football stadium I think it's yeah. horrible. I think it's, it's horrible. The atmosphere, fifty thousand people, and they can't half of them can't see shit. The, the atmosphere is gone. Like you don't like. I, I I think I've heard the same thing about um, old Yankee Stadium versus new Yankee Stadium. Old Yankee Stadium, people said like the crowd was on top of you, like they were right over you, kind like of intimidating, it, intimidating, right? And you were in this like. The, this stadium that had so much history, and the fans were like right there. And now, new Yankee Stadium. I've never been to it. I don't know. This is what I've heard. That it's like the the stands are way far away from the plate. They've added so many seats that it feels bigger, but it's more spread out. It's the same thing for those basketball games. It's like, no, if you go to any college basketball game, the, the, the crowd's like right on top of you. They're trying to cram as many college students in there as possible and you get and it's so loud but when you put everybody and spread them out in this big football stadium and they're all looking at this tiny court it's like the atmosphere is gone it it's ruins for the it. money yeah it, it's, it's, it's definitely it's, it's a, a money thing it's, it's, it's a money it's, thing it's always a money i wish thing. it wasn't but that's hot the reality take. that we live in hot take i would rather watch sports on tv rather than go to the games i i, I would agree in most aspects of that yes i would 100 percent agree with that just because like what all you can see like it, it's the clarity being like being close but i will say depending on the sports team and the venue sometimes like it is a very like good experience and so like i'm not saying that every time i would go to the game <laughs> versus watching it on tv but i think there are some times where like it is actually fun to go like i had uh, my dad had won some tickets from work during the Pacers 2014-2015 uh, season where we were actually to have a deep playoff run and we were playing against the Knicks and like I will say like that like game we were sitting pretty low um, that like will forever live in my memory of like the amount of energy that was in that stadium during those games and like Roy Hibbert had his classic verticality stopped fucking Lamelo or not Lamelo fucking Carmelo from dunking the ball is like just wild block like just probably one of like the top 10 of my like sports experiences ever of like just how crazy everyone was getting like I, I couldn't replicate that like if I tried and while it is like fun like you know with, with your friends watching it on TV being at the stadium at that point I was just like dude this is insane like this is just absolutely <clears throat> wild I guess it depends on what I'm there for if I'm yeah. there to watch the game I would rather watch it on TV because I have the best views of every single play. So, for example, my company has season tickets for the Colts, and they're down in the corner of the end zone. And it's great when they're coming to our end zone. But not so great when they're not going. Because, I mean, they're probably, they're 20 rows off the field, right? So they're still in the lower tier, but they're great when they're coming to that end zone. I have to watch TV, to see the rest of the plays because I can't see past all the standing fans and whatever. And you know, they're a mile away on the other end of the field. Um, somebody in the chat, uh, Superman 
JTG. Yeah, He's James. Been on the podcast. He is. Shout okay, out to, uh, yeah, deal with it and uh, Superman. So he he says baseball in person is better than. I will agree with that. I agree because that. that is an atmosphere. Beer, some hot, hot dogs, dogs, hot dogs, just like hanging out. Maybe you get a foul ball. Like that's one of the only sports that you actually like. Oh, maybe I can get a foul ball. I mean, you could in hockey, but typically that puck is going really fast. I'm and not catching that shit. No, I'm d- I'm getting <laughs> I'm, I'm getting I'm, out of the I'm way. I'm losing teeth. I will say, um, I might have told this story before, but the last last story before we go to the last call, that I don't want to say. Get you were some, we got something we need to cover. What's that? We're gonna do a transition. Okay. Into, into the last call and everything. Okay. I don't, I don't care where it happens, but we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> okay. Something we we meant to do. You're at this game, but one of my favorite things that ever happened at a sporting event was at a minor league hockey game in Grand Rapids, Michigan. The Grand Rapids Griffins were playing who the cares? Grand Rapids Griffins. They were playing whoever. They're they're a filler team for the um Detroit Red Wings, the uh farm team for the Detroit Red Wings. In like the second period, they would come out. The Griffin comes out on his skates and he's carrying a giant cannon dressed up like a hot dog does it shoot hot dogs it launches hot dogs oh good guess it, good guess. <laughs> it launches hot dogs very far <laughs> supersonic what, what, what's the integrity of the hot dog after being shot it, it is wrapped in foil it's it's, it it's, it's yeah it's pretty <laughs> If you were shooting raw, no, 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 I'm saying even if it's wrapped, I want, I want to know when I unwrap that foil, what's the integrity of the dog? Is it, is it in pieces? I don't want it. I want one. I will more say, more than I likely, will... the dog, the the bread and the dog have kind of just become one thing. At this point, it's corn dog. At this point, now it's, it's breaded. I I don't know. It's, I it's, it's. I mean, it's just smushed. It's it's. Listen. They're wrapping that in foil and they are shoving that thing down in the cannon. Uh, oh man, so, it's not the best wait, do you, hot. Do you, do you it's gonna, not the best hot dog you've ever had, but it was free. Okay, one. But it was free. Cannon hot dog is probably the best hot dog you ever get. But did it, does it come with ketchup and mustard packets? No, so you can. No, just, no you can. A plain glizzy. Yes, you can. Oh, you are can. you complaining about getting a free glizzy? Yeah, a little bit because no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm not eating a plain one. I need some ketchup and mustard. Okay, well you can walk. 10 feet down to the next concession stand and go get it. It's literally laying out there. You got a free glizzy delivered you at supersonic speeds. You'll never have a faster delivery Super, than that. All right, so now it's going Mach 2? You will <laughs> never have a faster delivery than that. Jimmy John's could never. Never. I got a fucking railgun delivering my hot Anywho, dogs. Back to your story. So we're at the Minor Minus league. five points for call- Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you one more time. Minus five points for calling it a glizzy. Superman. That's the name. That's I the name. They're glizzies. Don't agree with you. I'm sorry. Anywho, go. So we're at the minor league hockey game. The Griffin comes out with the hot dog cannon. Glizzy cannon. And we are sitting up. Warner was at Double this down. game. Double down. <laughs> Warner was at this game. Yep. We are sitting up in the nosebleeds. And it's pretty empty up there. It, it was like just not a not a very crowded game. But caddy, really caddy corner to us was this guy in what I presume is he's on a date. Maybe it's his girlfriend. I don't know, but he's with a girl. And I see the Griffin <laughs> turn his cannon to the nosebleeds in this man's direction. 
the Jumbotron is on the Griffin. And I swear to God, <laughs> the Jumbotron tracks this hot dog as it leaves the cannon mm. up, <laughs> up into the nosebleeds. Is a smacker in the face? Smacks him. Just <laughs> right in the face. <laughs> Nobody else around. He's turned this way. Talking to whomever, whoever this is. Just hot dog. Gets a, a wiener from the ice across the face. The best part is one of the kids that was up in the section runs by, grabs the hot dog, runs away. <laughs> That's my dog, old man. Glizzy to the face. Didn't even get to keep it. That's fucking hilarious. And the Jumbotron catches this whole thing. I'm pretty sure he was on the Jumbotron for a minute. If I'm this man, I am leaving. I'm going home. My night is over. I don't want to go out to the bars. I don't want to talk to anybody. My night's done. I got hit in the face with a hot dog from the ice. Man, it was like, what was his reaction? He was like, he like it was going fast, dude. Like, this that's is a, not, that's a fast hot dog. It it is not a small arena. It, it's a fairly big arena. It's maybe a little bit smaller than Banker's Life, right? So it, it's it's a perf- For a minor oh, league hockey it's, league. It's smaller than. It's got to be way life. smaller. It's than not that, that small. It it's not. It's a little bit smaller. It's not that well, small. It's one, a very one, nice one, arena. One, it's Gainbridge, and two, I think. Well, oh, I sorry. Think it's, it's closely. Roughly Get the like, sponsor right. They paid the money. Yeah. My bad. Uh, Gainbridge sits like nineteen k. I think a little bit more than that. I'm, 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 that. Fi- I'm finding that a, a minor league. It might see. It might see. It a, might see twelve, something like that. Anyways, the point is, it was a an absolute shot. Eighteen thousand for game. Gainbridge. Uh, what what is uh, Grand Rapids Stadium name? Van Andel. Because we've been okay. Doing... We're gonna rename it Van V A N V A N A N Van Andel Arena. Twelve thousand, half the size. Twelve eighteen is not twelve is not half of eighteen. We're rounding. The These are my rounding rules. Get out of here. <laughs> so the, These the, are my rounding rules. The point is, it was an absolute rocket of a hot dog that hit a man in the face, and then he didn't even get the hot dog because somebody else stole it the from kid, him. The, 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 the fucking urchins and the, the, the nosebleeds <laughs> took it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Stay good. Bam, another. They just wait for the glizzy cannon so they can collect the, the meat processed meat from proceeds. the lords. Yeah. Fuck, dude, they're coming out of the works. So that's probably my favorite memory of a sporting event. <laughs> Gosh. I have, uh, so I, have, I have a hilarious. good one for that. It was hilarious. A favorite sporting, well, it was just fucking hilarious. It wasn't, I'm not going to go to, it's fine. We'll, we'll continue on. We're, we'll, we're say, we'll save that for later. <laughs> it's it's not really appropriate, I guess. For a discussion. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, I'll, I'll say it, but we were, we were, we were at a Pacers game. And we were there was so like occasionally the the camera will go, you know they'll have the dance offs or whatever for people to win like you know gift cards to bullshit. And so like there was one time we went we were playing I know we were playing the Timberwolves because um, it was when uh, Kevin Love played for them, and they kept going back to these set of girls that were like dancing and I like, kept going back and like they were both conventionally attractive girls blah 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 and like throughout the whole whole game like it kept going back to like those same two girls every time and like you could also tell they're getting progressively drunker because like they, you could see the stack of cups of their drinks and shit and so we get to the end of the game and like they're just like you know everyone's like filing out leaving and like that's back then they used to just like let the cameras kind of go wild and like 
look at everybody leaving. Well, they go back to these girls again, and, like, they're just dancing, having fun. And, like, one of them was wearing, like, uh, like a crochet top type thing. Mm-hmm. It was, like, it, it kind of looked like a poncho a little bit. But then she just didn't really have a shirt on under it. So her friend reaches around, grabs it, lifts it up, just boobs. Nice. And, and the cameraman did not <laughs> move the camera. It was a solid 10 seconds of, like, that's nudity on the Jumbotron. And no one, like, I'm assuming that like, the, the people at the controls desk were like, oh, shit. And they're cut, like trying to, they're, cut, sm- cut. they're smacking all of the buttons that are not the right ones and trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. And they didn't. It was just, I was like, what? So all of up, me and a couple of guys were like, what the fuck is going on? It was, But it was great. There's Players. one. Did you see the girl from Argentina after they won the World Cup Mm-mm. that decided to take her top off? I did not. That was on live TV. And then um, a woman did that at the uh, Washington Capitals uh, when they won the Stanley Cup. She was she was on the glass and just decided, whoop, and that got on TV as well. Did it really? Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. It's. I, I mean, I'm not. I don't, I don't know. It's just. Yeah, sometimes it happens. It's crazy. Gotta be quick. Those, those, those TV operators gotta be quick. Yeah, Commercial the, break. It's a tough job. Commercial break. All right, Warner. We got, what's your what's your thing before we go to last? <laughs> do call? we do we want to do our uh, little script? Oh yeah, because oh, that's gonna take three <laughs> seconds. Let's do that. Oh my god, this is let, okay. It's so let's gonna take that long. No, it, Superman. Uh, Superman, our friend, good friend. Superman was wanting to talk about some AI stuff. I figure this is a good good little time to do that. Way. Okay, so. I'll I'll, I'll I'll set the table. So last week we talked about uh, a little bit about AI and how we decided or Sean decided to input the premise of this podcast into Jet GBT. It said create an episode for us. So without further ado, we would like to present you with Chat GPT's interpretation of what we do on this podcast. Do you do you have it open? He doesn't know. You don't have it open? Was it on the Discord that you sent me? Yeah, it's on the Discord. Yeah, yeah. On the Discord. I right. think it would be best to go ahead and just like read it like we're reading a script. Okay. I've never read a script I, I, before. Do you? So, so while, 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 you're, while you're bringing up, I'm going to go ahead and read this. Uh, you're going to so read the prompt that the, it was given? The prompt that, that Sean input. So Sean got into uh, chat GPT and wrote... Write me a script for a 60-minute podcast called The Last Call Podcast, where three hosts, Aaron, Nick, and Sean, consume six beers during the duration of the podcast while talking about various topics that can include sports, technology, current events, movies, music, video games. At the end of the 50-minute mark, there is a bit called Last Call, where someone needs to come up with a game or a challenge for the other two co-hosts to complete. And this is a script that came up with. Are you ready? So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make this the last call because I had forgotten about this. Okay. I want to I want to workshop mine a little bit better. Okay. Okay. And so I'm going to bring that. So what time of the night is it? It is the last call. Last call. This is the last call for alcohol this evening. Drink up, drink up, drink up. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is The Last Call on The Last Call Podcast, where every week we do a little something different. This week, Nick already set it up. We are going to read you the script that ChatGPT 
provided us based off of the premise of this podcast. So my Discord is an absolute Here. black screen right now. I don't know why. So I'm going to, if you can turn your computer, no, I'm no. going to get closer to you and we're, I can. No, no, no. Here's where we got it. We have the technology. Do you have, do you have the Google Drive? Yeah. You have that? All yeah. right. I'm going to, I'm going to dock. I'm going to put it in there. Neat. We, just, we have, I, haven't, I haven't read this script in probably. I mean, when did I post this? Like it, it, it December. December. Dude. Shit. Yeah, it's been months, and now reading through some of it, I'm like, God, this is weird. What do you mean? In in what way? Just like how. It, 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 well, hold on. You did in the premise say it's a it's a fifty minute or an hour long podcast. Yeah. You did specify the I, time. I, I, I specified the time. I don't think really that ChatGPT encapsulated like what a proper conversation cadence should be or how long it would take it was early on it, it was, was early, early on was early right on. but like just reading the script itself is like it flip-flops some of like what we know each other as personality wise and some other stuff that i was just like oh yeah wait that makes no fucking sense and but it, it was still funny uh, it was it's it, it just interesting where'd you put it in there? oh man it did not uh it's fine i can just read it off your computer well it's in there so if you go to if you go to uh, the the drive, there should be a new file. Oh, let me refresh. This is riveting content, by the way. I don't know why your Discord's fucked, but mine works Dude, fine. Well, la ti da. It's like I need to turn the brightness up. <laughs> this is on you. <laughs> yeah, there's two out of three individuals here that have a working Discord that, you know, there's no issues. And there's there's Thompson. Who else but Thompson? Oh, my name is Shannon. I, I have a working Discord. I need, to, I need to add that sound bite into here. Who else but Thompson and play that one? Are you in the right spot, by the way? Yeah. Well, are you in the right spot on Discord? No, I'm opening up Discord and it's just a black screen. Oh, did you close it, reopen it? Multiple times. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you 10 seconds. Just here. just let me read off your computer. Let me just read off your this computer. This is embarrassing. Okay, whatever. Classic Thompson. Who else? Oh, God, my headphones don't reach that far. Okay. <laughs> whatever. I don't need headphones. This is, this is a new love for you. It is a new love for you. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're like, all right, all right, you ready? All right. Intro music plays. I'm, I'm... Welcome to the Last Call Podcast. Where we drink and talk about all things entertainment <laughs> so and current events. I'm Aaron. <laughs> and I'm Nick. And I'm Sean. <laughs> so guys, what's on tap for today? I brought some local IPAs. Oh man, I love a good <laughs> IPA. <laughs> yeah, me too. Let's crack open the first round. Sounds- Sound of cans opening. <laughs> that that does happen. <laughs> At least this is relevant with this personal topic right now. So what's been going on in the world of sports lately, guys? Did you guys see the NBA playoffs? Yeah, the Lakers took home the championship, which they're still in the playoffs. So still chance, still chance. Yeah, it's a great series. Have you guys been keeping up with the NFL? Yeah, my team didn't make it to the playoffs this year, but I'm still rooting for the Chiefs. (laughs) Oh, man, I'm a Patriots fan. It's been a rough season for us. Yeah, but at least you guys made it to the playoffs true so let's talk about something else uh how about technology yeah i heard about this new virtual reality headset that's coming out oh i've been wanting to try one of those yeah me too i heard it's supposed to be really immersive 
Yeah, and there's so many different experiences you could try. <laughs> Have you guys tried any of the new streaming services? Yeah, I subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I subscribe to a couple of them. Same here. It's tough to keep up with all the new content. <laughs> yeah, it can be overwhelming. Let's move on to something else. <laughs> Although that's that's about how our transitions go. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta say the topic though. How about movies? Uh, I just saw the new Marvel movie. It was amazing. Oh man, I've been wanting to see that. Yeah, I heard it's really good. What about music? <laughs> God, these segues are great. I've been listening to a lot of indie rock lately. God, what the fuck? I've been really into hip-hop. Yeah, I've been really listening to a lot of electronic music. Electronic? That's what it says. says (laughs) Have you tried any new video games lately? Yeah, I just started playing this new open-world RPG. It's really immersive. I've been really into this new first-person shooter. See, I hate this part. It says, I'm... Oh man, I'm terrible at first person shooters. This is Sean. Sean, it takes a little bit of practice. <laughs> okay. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> it takes a little bit of practice, but it's a lot of fun. The 50 minute mark has already hit. Yep. Well, it's time for last call. Nick, it's your turn to come up with a game or challenge for us. Okay, let's play Never Have I Ever. I'll start. Never Have I Ever Cheated on a Test. I have. Me too. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, it was a long time ago in high school. I was desperate to pass. Same here. It was also in high school. I regret it now. <laughs> All right, my turn again. Never have or have I ever gone bungee jumping. I have. Me too. Wow, I've always wanted to try. And that's where it ended the episode. And that's the end of the Chat GPT Last Call podcast episode. Jesus. Boy, it it that pinned was, us. That's cringy. It, uh, it, it cringy. absolutely pinned us. There's, I could I could probably. I still I could probably go back and re redo it again, give it a lot more to go off of. Like obviously the prompt I gave it was somewhat specific, but I could just keep <laughs> dialing in. Uh, Superman said when when you said this uh doesn't get conversation cadence, that was an understatement, I would agree. Yeah. It, Although I, I do think uh it got the transitions pretty accurate. <laughs> the shitty segues did Act. did did roll to about kind of where we're at, but Okay. Hard pivot. <laughs> pivot. Pivot. You know what? That's how I'm going to start transitioning. Pivot. And now we're here. So <laughs> let's talk about Marvel movies. What about music? Yeah. <laughs> yeah how about music? Fuck your movies. I'm only talking about music now. And I apparently listen to indie rock, and he's a big hip hop guy. And, and you're a Chiefs fan, and you're a Patriots fan. Yeah. And I love electronic music. You do like electronic music. At least it was on point. You listen to Two Friends, right? No, I do. I do. Yeah. Big booty mixes have been hitting hard lately. Solid. Hitting hard. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the uh, chat GPT. Maybe we'll do another one because I actually saw an article where like somebody did a Joe Rogan episode of like using chat chat GPT. Well, it was using different. It was also like generating like the voice and all that other stuff, which is like a little. That's a couple of different separate. That's an yeah. But you know, maybe we'll we'll try it again. See if we can get it maybe a little bit more accurate. Maybe it is accurate. Please let us know if you find. Chat GPT's interpretation yeah, if, if of you, our podcast. If you those podcasts better than our current ones, just let us know. We'll just do that. It's fine. But that's what we got. So I do have a last call for next week. Again, you guys already know what the topic is. I'm going to save it for next week. But I'm going to 
work on it a little bit, see if I can find some good stuff to show you guys. But um, it'll be a little bit of a visual. So definitely tune in next week as we go live on the T-H-E-E Last Call podcast. Uh, anything else, guys? Nope. Thanks for coming. Pivot. Chat was solid tonight. Thank you all that uh, were giving input. All right. Appreciate you guys. This is my challenge for next week. We will start <laughs> at 7 p.m. Well, so actually, I need, to, I need to talk about that. I'm traveling back. Oh! My flight from Charlotte leaves at 6.30. No, so we're going to fill you See, in. See, what happens is I have a check-in and a savings. No, I do. But the check-in into the savings. It. It's okay. Okay, well, we'll figure that out. Chat GPT. Follow us on Instagram at the T-H-E-E Last Call Podcast. We will keep you up to date on when we're going live. Uh, I'll post clips from the podcast. And uh, appreciate y'all joining us for the Last Call Podcast. I'm Aaron. That's Nick. That's Sean. And we hope you have a great fucking Friday. Bye, friends. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. I know.